What's going on, everyone? Welcome to the Beanball Podcast. This is episode 67. We are your host, Alan. And Alan, what's going on, my guy? Not much, man. You know, uh, just enjoying the fall, the weather change. Right. Um, uh, over the weekend, was pretty busy. We went to Green Bar Farms, got some pumpkins. They're overpriced. I'll never go there and pay for them. It's like $15 a pumpkin, dude. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Yeah. Everywhere's like that, man. That's crazy. Um, and then uh, Saturday, the day before that, we did the uh, Muddy bogging for boobies and did the power wheels race it was pretty cool although some kid hit peyton slowed him down but it's all good <laughs> what you been up to um what was this weekend i can't even remember what was going on this weekend hmm i feel like i worked but then i was off oh we went to zubu oh yeah i yes. saw you had the, the ghostbusters car yeah. yeah that's pretty cool um we were there all day because of my nephew's little tyler mm-hmm. we got there I think at 9.15, I think we left at like 3. Oh, yeah. We were done, you know. They're like, oh, let's go play. It's <laughs> like, great, here we go. Like two hours later. Ooh, man. Yeah. You know, it's funny. Is uh, Yeah, I saw you guys post a picture of the Ghostbusters uh, car, and it was funny because we were on the way down to Carolina the same day on Sunday, I think. Yeah. And there was a was Ghostbusters car down there, too. It was, I mean, it wasn't like out for anything. It was like at a shop. Yeah. It was crazy. I was like, man. Yeah, it was pretty cool, you know, and the kids got a little pumpkin per family. Oh, okay. Um, it was cool, like, a lot of the animals were out because it was a nice day. Um, the lion, I think, I mean, not lion, but the tiger was going back and forth like he was ready to eat some snacks all the little kids and stuff. <laughs> Zoe nice. was really fond of the tiger, but okay. it was awesome. It was a good day, so... So yeah, so let's go and get into some baseball All right, well, talk. Let's, let's start with the uh, recap of the ALCS. Man, uh, this series was very interesting. The first, well, what we could say, three games. Yeah. Well, I mean, you could say first four games. Yeah. Got, it was two to two, I believe, at that time. Yeah. The first, first four. Um, you know, Astros took game one, but then Red Sox just obliterated the ball those next two games and three hit grand slams and stuff. Yeah, I thought they were unstoppable, man. And then like, like they used all their power. You know, Astros tied it up two two, and then they won the next two. To head on to the World Series. Well, yeah, I mean, after Game Four, the Red Sox offense production just went straight downhill. Yeah, uh, I mean, because like, uh, like you said, uh, the next two games, the final two games, the Red Sox only scored one run. Yeah, you can't win like that. I mean, no. especially when the other team puts up fourteen. Yeah, it's tough. And, and it does help from the Astros pitching. They did pitch well those two games. Oh yeah. To you know, to put their spot back to the World Series. So, as like a Red Sox fan, you can't be too upset because you were picked to finish fourth in the al east you finished one i think was a top five worst teams because you had a top five draft pick <laughs> and you won 90 something games you beat the yankees in the wildcard game you took out the number one seed yeah and unfortunately you lost four to two to the astros but your head's gonna be high because yeah. you're just starting with a bunch of these young guys yeah hold your heads up high because that was no small feat um that's pretty good pretty good run especially not having chris sell fully fully healthy mm-hmm. you know he was limited because he did get, finally come back towards the end of the season but if he gets back to his old self next year you add some pieces you know it's you know you have a lot of work like you looking at who you got free agency wise of course jd is a player option but He's not opting out of that deal. He's not going to make 19 million anywhere else. Yeah, usually I would say in this position the Red Sox are pretty primed to yeah. to come back and and be uh, just as competitive. However, their division, like I said before, is one of the hardest yes. in the game, and you know darn well that the Yankees, Tampa Bay, Blue Jays, maybe even the Orioles are going to be making big moves, so they can be competitive as well. So it's going to be hard 
for the Red Sox to get back here next season. Yeah. Um, but they are on the right track, like you said. Get a couple of get some healthier players back. Maybe add some pitching. You can't. You can always use that, and you might need some some sluggers. But at the same time, you guys are looking good. Good yeah. position. Like most likely, Kyle Shorbert said he's happy. He's probably willing to come back. There is a mutual option that they can opt into for eleven million. That's doesn't seem like not like a dumb move not to do it. So you got a couple other guys, you know, question marks like do you bring back like Christian Val, um, Valdez, your catcher, um, some relievers, a starting pitcher. So we'll see what they do this off season. You know, they have a bright mind up there in that you know vice that president role you know we'll see what he does it's just insane that you know you lose your manager for one year yes it'll shorten year but you were dog and then you brought him right back and he brought you within two games of the world series right which is why he's going to solidify his position there for a while he's he's gonna be looking like um what's his name with with the yankees they're gonna be like oh we're gonna keep him yeah (laughs) regardless um yeah man so they're on the right track you know it's nothing to it's unfortunate because you thought all those grand slams like, oh, this could be it. And especially the conspiracy theories with the whole flags scenario. Have you heard of this one? Uh-uh. So when they first broke the curse back in 04, the World Series logo had little pendant flags in the okay. logo. Yeah. In 06 when they won, pendant flags in the logo. In 13, flags in the logo. 18 flags. There's no flags in the World Series logo this year, but they were in the ALCS logo. Ah. So everyone's like, if they win the ALCS but lose the World Series, you know there's the flag conspiracy. Well, they didn't end up winning the ALCS, so I think it squashed that. It's just a coincidence. But you're saying there were flags in the World Series logo. Not this year, but the previous years they but won. But that's what I'm saying. Yes. It doesn't matter what was in ALCS. They knew it was ALCS. You like, could still say there's a th- conspiracy theory because yes. if they bring the flags back to the World Series logo, then the Red Sox could be primed to win. How do we get this information so we can make bets next year? <laughs> right. Are the flags going to be on the World Series or not? Like the, how, logo. like usually you think, the, I forgot when they release the logo. Like this is something that we need to just go and put some money on just in case. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, all right, well, with that being said, let's move on to the NLCS. Well, let's be real. The NLCS possibly could have been the previous series with the Dodgers and Giants. That should have been seven games. They shouldn't have played each other so early, but unfortunately for baseball, Dodgers were the lower seed and Giants were number one seed. And how that ended, that was just disrespectful. But <laughs> Dodgers got to go, and of course, Braves handled business with the Brewers, so they got to go to their both a repeat a rematch of last year's NLCS. And Braves in six took it down. You know, they're up three ones, and everyone's wondering because last year they were up three one. Dodgers won th- the last four to take the series and mm-hmm. go to the World Series, and it got a little worried there in Game Five. Yeah, with I mean, our local boy Chris Taylor. It it sure did. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, Game Five, like you said. Uh, well, well, Game Five, the Dodgers. I mean, they took it down pretty pretty yeah, good. I mean, Chris Taylor, eleven to two, three home runs. Yeah, it was nuts. Face elimination, like man. And, and then the last game was a pretty tight one as well, where yes. the Braves only took it four to two. Mm-hmm. Um, but these are hard fought. And what stuck out to me is that you know the Dodgers. You know, we always think of them as the West Coast Yankees right now, and the Braves are kind of a little bit injured. They're missing Acuna, uh, and you know they're not like they're missing they're, a, two big stars in my book. They're missing Acuna, of course. And then also Mike Soroka for the second year. I mean, I think we all thought that this series might be six games, but the other way. Yeah. Or not even six. I might have even thought five games. I might have given Braves one. Yeah. But I'm super shocked that it came out like this. And that gives the Braves all the momentum going into the World Series. If you beat the best team in a game yeah. and now you're in the World Series, whoa, it's like this is a little bit easier. Yeah. Don't you think? You would think. And especially, you know, all that talk where they're like no one from the 
NL East should be in the playoffs, how bad they were compared to like, you know, Agreed. they had the worst record of the playoff teams in the NL this year. But look what happened. They're representing the exactly. NL. Exactly. It's baseball, man. It's baseball, exactly. But, you know, Jock Peterson <laughs> came in clutch the previous series and this series for them. And then, of course, the other, one of the other multiple, you know, outfitters they got that trade deadline. And, of course, the, the MVP of the National League series. Well, do you think Jock Peterson um, broke out because he's playing his former? And they, that, were, tr- and they were trying to get rid of him okay, last season? So, <laughs> Or the whole thing with the Red Sox going on, you know, Kiki, uh-huh. I was like, yo, if two Dodger players from last year, they let walk, end up being heroes for these two teams. They might as well, though. I mean. Kiki almost did it. But it's like, man, could have those been the two pieces that Dodgers were missing this season, this postseason? You know. Besides Max Munchie, of course, being hurt and then other stars, but. Right, and you know what's? I don't even think they missed the beat because, like, like I said, they're so such a stacked team. To be honest, you miss those two guys. I don't honestly see a big difference because your team has great players yeah. that are still playing. When I look at the lineup, I don't even know those guys are missing. It's because they're that good. So I don't think there's any excuses no, for the Dodgers. Isn't. No there excuses. Isn't. When and, you spend two hundred and sixty-seven yeah. million dollars and you don't even get to the World Series, that's a problem. Right, and that's and that's the problem we always say about the Yankees. We're like, hey, if you guys, it's winner or, or nothing. Yeah. Um, it's the same thing you start saying about the Dodgers because, like you said, they spent so much money, and everybody up and down the lineup is pretty solid. Even on the bench, you got all-stars. So it's just like, well, if you guys can't get it done, that's on you. Something else is going on because your team on paper is absolutely lethal. Yeah. Um, and the Braves, they're injured themselves, and they don't have all-star backups. They got guys who are filling in. They, they got, got my, a bunch of veterans that right. came in and stepped up. And they got a struggle. I mean, and they got a struggling catcher situation. They got Darno. We love Darno, which missed majority the season because of the injury, and he wasn't hitting good at all. No, and he's not throwing people out either. Still, so that's not like a thing. So I he's mean, not hundred percent. We exactly. can tell that. So you got a Braves team that's beat up, and they're still taking care of business. Now you need to watch out. Houston yeah um, but yeah let's let's go back to the Dodgers though Wh- what are they gonna do so with next to Dodgers of course you know the whole Trevor Bauer situation one thing they got to figure out mm-hmm. of course he can opt out which we all know damn well he is not gonna make roughly 45 million no. next yeah. year um, so you have a lot of question marks of free agents because you think about it Curtin Clayshaw free agent Max Scherzer's a free agent uh, Kenley Jansen's a free agent Corey Seager's a free agent Danny Duffy's a free agent Joe Kelly's technically has a team option but they got Chris Taylor uh, Jimmy Nelson, of course, Cole Hamels, but that was a then Albert Pujols, you know, and a couple other low end names. But look at those big two big ones right there at the top: Clayton Kershaw, Max Scherzer. Exactly. Um, obviously, you know, you know how I stand with pitching. I mean, you do need both to win, but pitching is going to keep you in. Yeah. Um, so I absolutely think they need to lock up Kershaw. He's I feel like he's a lifer. They need to they need to get Kershaw there to the end of his years. Uh, they definitely need to get. Max. Max Scherzer. That's a given. And then there's there's it's interesting little bit of news that's kind of leaking out there that the injury with Clayton might be career ending. Some people are hearing. Well, if it's gonna take him out like it like Justin Verlander's been taken out, then yeah, because he's, he's already up there. Yeah, you're you know, we'll, we'll see if they have to Tommy John, then you know that's next year he's you know, that's out. Um maybe he comes back as a closer. So we'll see with that, and then you know, and then you lose your closure too. Technically, I think they will resign him. You know, roughly he was um, he made twenty million last year. We'll see what the value is for him this year. But yeah, Max it's definitely probably earned. Like I don't see Max going anywhere unless he's unless, right unless provoked to a winning team. 
Well, this time it's not the money. It's about winning. He wants to win more. Well, he's on the right team to win. Yes. And given what he did for his career this this postseason, coming out, out into the pin to throw and then showing that emotion, I think he's with this team, man. He's, he's sold. Which I think that could have messed up the Dodgers, too. It could have. But because you, he was scratched from game six. I agree. You're right. And, and that was a and big deal. And had to make Bueller go on short rest for, I think, the second or third time, which is pushing a young I, arm. But just imagine what you just said. Bueller had to go. The Braves don't have this kind of <laughs> ace can go at any time. Oh, short well, rest. They would have if they're all healthy. But but what I'm saying is that, is that Max Scherzer would have had to go too. I'm just I'm just saying is that look, you guys are in a good position. Yeah, definitely. Um, I, I don't I don't want to hear any excuses from the Dodgers. Uh, you just didn't get it done, especially against the Braves. No. I mean the way the Braves are set up, yes, they're good, but they're not supposed to lose or beat the Dodgers like this. So look, I don't know what the Dodgers need to do next season. I think they need to lock up the people they have. And keep on moving because their team, the way it is right now, is ready for a World Series run. Yeah, and the question is, like, does Corey Seager walk or does he stay? He's ready for his first payday. like. But that's why they brought Trey Turner as well to be a backup just in case he does walk. Yes, let him walk. In my opinion, Trey Turner is the best. And then you got to you know get to play with that long lineup of all these players you got. Who's going to play second then? Because you know, Trey's been playing mostly second since being acquired. So... He most likely will go back to short, and then you can play with the lineup and well, who plays second. And, and I feel like the Dodgers are in a good position with a good problem. Yeah. Yes, you got all these free agents coming up, but yes, you guys are willing to spend money, have shown us that you can, and you can put together a great team. So I'm not worried at all. They're going to figure it out. That's not the issue. That is not the issue at all. So I don't know what else. If they, if, if whatever they do in the offseason, we'll find out sure enough. Um, but they need to lock some people up. And they need to get it done again. That's all I'm saying. They yeah, should they should have repeated. Yeah. This should have been a repeat. They they were if anyone's gonna be team recently in the years, this was the team that we thought that could actually Absolutely. Do it. And then I guess the other biggest question that bench bat, you know, utility guy Chris Taylor, what he's done this postseason, is he get paid? Does he get pride? He needs to get paid from the Dodgers. Yeah. He he and absolutely. Well, it's gonna be interesting. Paid. See if he gets offered somewhere. Well, what's he? Uh, I mean, he's he's more of a third baseman, right? Uh, he's been playing more outfield recently. Recently, okay. Well, he could play anywhere, like you said. Yeah, he's and, a big utility guy. Exactly. He's like a Kadir, but he can hit better. I mean, Kadir was a great hitter. He, I mean, don't let me get around. He had like a Silver yeah. Slugger award. But I'm just thinking of the utility guy that comes to mind. Yeah, somebody who could play any position is kind of like that. So yeah, that'd be great for him. Yeah. Um, and you know what? I'm sure there are a lot of teams that could use a utility player. Oh yes. my gosh. Um, comes to mind the Angels. I don't know. I'm just saying, people like that. There's going to be some interesting because if Dodgers don't offer him a fair deal and he goes test free agency and they get some large money, and he could get paid. He could get paid. Yeah, absolutely, he could get paid. I can see him end up on a team like the Cubs or something. Even I'm just saying, whoever's willing to spend a little bit of money can get this solid player to help put their team together. Yeah. Hey, maybe he even goes to the Yanks. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, either way, they got a good problem. But you know, in my opinion. The Mets are in a good situation too, so I, I don't. I'm not going to take anything away from that because we could be built to win too. Yeah. Well, the biggest thing with the Dodgers also their luxury tax was way over this year, so if they do it again, unfortunately, they're going to um, was it lose a draft pick or whatever? They don't care. I don't. I don't think. Look, like I said, these guys are starting to remind me of the Yankees. Well, who knows if the deal changed the new CBA? Right. You know, with the exactly. whole tax thing. So. But I'm just saying is that they could care less about losing a draft pick. These guys are getting players who are ready to roll <laughs> yeah. like like they're willing to give up the farm to be the now so yeah. that's that's what i think they're at yeah. they're not worried about bringing a prospect up they got they got the squad yeah all right so let's go and go next into the actual al champions the houston astros yeah man what do we got going on with the astros so you think about on paper you know 
you know, they lost Springer last year. Verlander went to injury, so he was missing the whole season. So you look at this team, like, who is going to step up as pitching? You know, Granke missed a lot of time this year. So, but the young guys have stepped up. The three big bats most of the season have stepped up. And, of course, the three people that's been there from the 2017 yeah. World Series team, you're talking about Bregman, Tuve, and then, of course, Carlos. So those three have stepped up, you know, especially Carlos um, in contract year. Well, right. Agreed. But um, but what I'm getting at right now, they're in a situation. So, um, you know, by the time we, we air this, we're at, we're through game two of the World yep, Series. We're during all um, right now. So what I'm getting at is for the Astros to win, they got to show up. Yes. Um, Altuve and Bregman are kind of slumping right now. Well, Altuve, Bregman, um, and Carrera, when they lose so far this postseason, I heard a stat on the way here that their batting average is 0.85. That's what I'm saying. They're if not, they're not doing nothing, right. they lose. That's what I'm when saying. When they're hot, Absolutely. look at this game against the Red Sox and all of them. Like they mm-hmm. crush them, and the White Sox. So it's like. If they're not involved, You're, they're a terrible team. Right. Your core three guys have to be the ones making moves, or they're going to be a hard time winning this game. Um, so, yeah, they got to get out of the slump. And this is not the time to slump. You only have seven games. at Well, four, you know, guaranteed. Well, I'll say Bregman hit a um, sacrifice, so they score, but then Travis Darno just hit a solo home run to tie the game. Boom. And we were just talking about Darno. Yeah. So yeah. So Darno hasn't been has been struggling, but look at that. That's a big hit, and so that's yeah, what it's only keeps top you in second. It. So it's tied yet again. So this is going to be an interesting game. But right. But like I said, if those the guys Astros, have to. They have to show up. Yeah, exactly. And then you go to the bullpen. They're both. You know, he they have a solid bullpen. Starting pitching is good, not great. But when you have an infield that they got mm-hmm. the de- defensively, you can have good pitching to get you by. Right, we're not expecting to see um, uh, pitchers duels here. We're we're expecting to see a little bit of action. Yeah. So, I'm, and I'm okay with that. And I, this I is like arguably the best offense in baseball this year, especially when you had the AL batting champ is batting seventh in your lineup. Mm. That's and it's not one of your big guys. It's just a core guy that's playing outfield, and and then you have, of course, the 2019 Rookie of the Year finally fully healthy mm-hmm. after missing last season playing a whole two games before injury, you can see why he won Rookie of the Year because what he's been doing this postseason. Yeah. You know, balls the option way, home runs, you know. They are a dangerous team on paper offensively. <laughs> but their big three has to show up for them to win. Exactly. So what what does it take about the Braves? The Braves, they're scrappy. They, we've, they we've definitely watched, are scrappy. We've watched this team come up, and I've met some of these guys coming up through – triple a ranks and stuff and when they got there four years ago with the first you know division title they're about a year early a lot of people thought and now they've won four straight divisions after it looked like they were going to lose this year but the mets and the phillies didn't have a big enough lead so they retooled got four outfielders yep they, they played 600 baseball the rest of the way and, and got their division title for the fourth straight time. And they've done this missing two, at least two or more of their key guys. Yes. Acuna Jr., in my opinion, is the best player on their team. Yes. He is out. Also, they had a domestic issue, I think, Yep, with um, Azuna. Azuna. So there's another good guy out. And then Mike Soroka, their ace, their young ace. Exactly. Got hurt again, so he's missing too. So so like I said, there's no excuses to why the Dodgers or somebody else can't step up. But yeah. the Braves are scrappy, so scrappy that they're now in the World Series fighting for the dub. Yeah. Because you think about it, like when I said, oh, Max Munchie's hurt and then Trevor Bauer, like, well, don't forget, Azuna 
was the whole scenario. <laughs> exactly. Also, but and then you know having arguably one of the top five best players in the world go out of injury, mm-hmm. and you replace him with four guys that have put it together. It means you have faith in this team, and they're doing it. Unfortunately, they did lose Charlie Morton last night to a linebacker the rest of the which, series. Which, if you're going to lose him, this would be the best time to lose him because you only got to finish out a couple more games. And you got the dub, so technically you got to win That's out of That's what them. I'm saying. It's, it's Technically. Not, it's not like you need to go a couple more series. This yeah. is it. So I'm okay with it. So they should be okay with it. You lost them one game. You got that dim. Right. So now you just need three more wins. Can you? Do you believe in your staff to get three more wins? Oh, I th- and, oh yeah. And like you said, uh, game one, he got injured. He got if, if you guys haven't seen, he got hit with a, a comebacker, 102 mile an it's hour. Still to the, played. To the leg. For at least one more inning. <laughs> um, I think he broke something. Yeah, broke his, it, broke his leg. Yeah. Um, and then um, I believe is it I'm going to ruin his name. I think it's Ben Minter came in or something like that. Uh, he crushed it, man. He he absolutely took care of business. I think he threw like three innings, two and three quarter innings. Yeah, he gave up one run. I think I was um changing my daughter and then came back to him like, where's Morton? And I had to go on Twitter. And everyone and the next thing you know when the news came out that he broke, I'm like, what the hell? And I had to go back and watch. I was like, that hurts because you know it's technically gets one of his former teams. This is what he was brought to Atlanta for to pitch these big moments. He's game one starter, and then be taken out after two innings. I think oh. two and a third. AJ Mentor. I'm getting okay. his name all screwed up. <laughs> but you know, but like I said, they got the win. So yeah. now you're looking at your, all your other young guys and stuff like Max Fred's going tonight. You need to get three more wins, and I think they have complete faith in that system. So, all right. Well, you know, now that we've touched base on the two teams into the World Series, let's get into the matchup. And you know, look at the matchup. You know, this is like um script because you possibly this could be one of the last years for the houston astros we've been be saying together. this we've been saying this for last year yeah so. like this could with springer <laughs> leaving first like you're like okay like is this the beginning of the end for houston's deep run for those terrible years of high draft picks they got the right guys could this be it you're thinking about dusty like you know he's under one more year contract could this be his last hurrah as a coach mm-hmm. um of course, you're missing Verlander, Granky. You know, you got that question mark. You know, he's getting up there. So, and then you look at this young Atlanta, which you figured can be there. You know, they were a win away from being here last year, and they couldn't get done. So you figured that they would be right back, and it didn't look good. But then now they're back. Mm-hmm. Um, the matchup on paper looks great. The biggest thing for Houston, if they can get Braves to their bullpen first, they can take the series because they are an offensive team. Agreed. Now, if you look on paper, starting pitching, you look at you go to the Braves probably. Bullpen, you kind of lean towards the Braves too ish, but the offense, you on paper, you think you can look at Houston has the better offense. That's why I honestly think it's going seven, and for that paper, I'm still going to stick with it, even though they lost game one. I still think Houston's going to end up taking it in seven. They're not too beat up by losing game one. We'll see if they go down tonight, then that's making it difficult to try to go come back from 0-2. I know you're going to go with Braves because you do not like Houston as well, but you do like this young Atlanta team, especially of our division rivals. Right. Yeah. And yeah, usually I don't root for the rivals, but, um, you know, I don't dislike the Braves as much as I dislike the Nationals and the Phillies. Yeah. So, and I don't really care about the Marlins. (laughs) Um, So, yes. uh, Yeah. I am rooting for the Braves, and I do got them going in six. Uh, If they win tonight, Possibly it's, five, but yeah, <laughs> um, to not have to win two out of three games in Atlanta. But I, I definitely understand what Alan's saying. Um, it, the game 
could go seven, and the and the Astros could win because it's not like the Braves have a aren't one of those stacked teams. They're, they don't have like a shutdown pitcher pitching squad um, rotation. So so I do expect a lot of runs to, to yes. be had. Um, so it depends on who shows up, and I think the Braves can match them yeah. and show up and and take advantage. Which you know, like we said. Any, anything can happen in this World Series, um, but I'm going to go with the Braves in six. That's my that's my thoughts. Yeah, and then you know if you look at it on paper, you know I'm kind of like I would love for Dusty to get his first World Series as a manager. He's got one as a player. Oh, he made but, it. <laughs> but it's like full circle because you know his first pro, you know what is it? His first um, major league club that he made to the show was with the Braves. Yeah, his mentor was Hank Aaron. Yep. And you know it's it's you know Hank Aaron passed away this year, and now Braves are in the World Series, and of course you know the manager for Atlanta, you know he's been Atlanta guy for forty something years, mm-hmm. between a minor league player, the minor league coach, work his way up. It's like this is a great script, and then I laugh with the pregame show. Uh huh. For some reason, the World Series and the years that end one are special, and they went through like all of them, but back course they went to like the real recent ones like ninety one, that ten inning game. Braves end up losing to the Twins in Game Seven. It's like okay, yep. Then they're like oh one. I said oh yeah, the Yankees uh, Arizona game, the bloop single to end up walk off in the seventh. After of course you know nine eleven. I'm like okay. Mm-hmm. Then of course 2011. Ron Washington knows this one all too well. Is when Texans should have won the World Series twice. And two games, but they came within a swing away and oh, lost that game. I, like I don't even get started on that one. That that one's crazy. Yeah. So and then now we're at 2011. I mean 21. Like what do we do? Like the, is this one gonna be special? Well, I'm gonna tell you why this one already is special. We have a matchup that's pretty pretty cool. The Astros hitting coach Troy Snitker is yeah. It's the son. Is the son of the Braves manager yeah. Brian Snitker. That's pretty dope, man. Yeah, because I think they made a joke like, well. Somebody's we know no one's going to win the World Series. So we'll see whose house is going to be at. I'm like, that's hilarious. <laughs> um, but anyways, yeah, that's that's pretty cool. Yeah, it is pretty that's cool. A, that's pretty so awesome. It's it's interesting, you know. Of course, tomorrow is a travel day. Then Atlanta, of course, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Yeah. Then if necessary, a travel day. It's not and necessary. Then, <laughs> well, hopefully it's hopefully it is necessary. And then if we need it, game six on Tuesday, and then game seven will be this time next Wednesday. The series will be over on uh, Sunday. <laughs> if, the, if they lose tonight, that's a good possibility. Yeah, so. they got to win tonight. You guys got to beat. You got to win. Um, well, speaking of games that are, need to be won, uh, let's go into the game one recap of the World Series. Man, this got off real quick. You know, yeah, you just take a break. You you go watch, go get a drink before. Yeah, you think like, like okay, three pitches in, like oh, what what happened? Yeah, you just hear a bunch of noise, right? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So the first batter, and I think that's also a record as well. First batter of the World Series hits a home run. Yeah. I think isn't that uh, some kind of record? That, yeah, I think they said something like that. Um, and then they end up scoring two in the first. The Braves do. Yep. The Astros don't match it. So now we're thinking, oh man, this is starting out pretty solid. And the next thing you know, we're we're looking at a five to nothing game. So yeah, how do you feel about that? Especially you know what what is going through your mind, especially if you're the Astros. Yeah, because I figured on paper, especially um, Houston, uh, the. Game one starter of Valdez went last game. He was lights out against the Red Sox. Yeah. So I figured, like, okay, this yeah. could be their game. They take game one. Mm-hmm. Atlanta has Max Fred game two. They could possibly take that. We'll go one one. Go Ex- to Atlanta. Exactly. And get to them early. I'm like, okay, that's how you set. You know, don't let up. And then it's like, okay, we're five nothing. Yeah. When you go five nothing, 
I'm like, well, if anyone can come back from, we've seen it's been this Houston team. Like, okay, right? But you, you didn't get here for like for, we just said earlier, the core three Half went zero for twelve. Yeah, with yeah, like six do? strikeouts. I mean, granted, they did get eight hits to the Braves twelve. Yeah, but it's but too little, it too was late. Yeah, the other four guys on that <laughs> exactly. lineup. Exactly, nobody to nobody to hit in. Right? Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, once you go five, once you're down five nothing, it's kind of hard to rally the troops, man. It's kind of thinking, well, this is a long grind to get back in here. Granted, they had a lot of time left, but once you look into the seventh inning and it's still five to one, now you're really worried. Yeah. And it's tough to come up from that. Yeah. And when you lose Charlie Morton, you know your bullpen takes care of business. So now you're looking at tonight's game. Like Max Fred needs to go deep to give a bullpen. Some- yeah. If if I'm the Braves, I think it's it's got to go seven. He needs to go at least six. Yeah. Seven would be great. Yeah, absolutely. I'm just thinking just just to give some guys some yeah. rest. I would I would like to see him go seven. So if you think about if you're Houston, if you get to him early, you gotta make that bullpen come out earlier. You can add some runs. That's key. And then get one one to go to Atlanta. Right. So so if, so if I'm the Astros right now, game two, my game plan has to be to be aggressive. I'm thinking that the guys in the slump, you guys got to do whatever it takes to get on base. Whether you get hit by the ball, you get walked, you be selective, or you go out there and you start. You got to swing at the first pitch. You can't let the, the pitch, good one go by. Yeah, look at if they're you know shifting on you, even bunt exactly. to get on base, like to figure out a way just to get on base. Yeah, you got to get on base, whatever it takes. That's what I'm saying. If you're Altuve, you got to bang on the, the can or something. You got to got to lean in, take one, do something, man, because um, you need people on the base. Yeah. And if your bottom half is the ones producing, then you need to get on base for sure, so they can have an opportunity to hit you in. Um, either way, like you said, you know that they had to go to the bullpen early last night. You need to get all over Max Freed. That way, they take him out and you have a better shot. Yeah, the like, only person you think about, they I think they when they uh, substitute for Charlie Morton's injury, they got another, I think, a bullpen guy. So he might be a little fresher, but mm-hmm. still, you know. I'm saying the last thing you need is is to look up at the scoreboard and you guys are down um, by a couple runs and Freed has like uh, 10Ks on you or something. Now you're like, oh, man. Yeah. You know, and then you got to go back to their home and take care of business. You got to take at least, if you lose tonight, you absolutely have to take two games over there. Yes. Well, obviously you do, but I'm saying you you, <laughs> you yeah. cannot let off the pedal. No. Uh, your back's against the wall at that point. Yeah. O2 to go into not even like, uncharted territory. You know, it's not your home. It's not like it's like, okay, we're down O2. Let's go home for three games, take care of business. You lost two at home. And yeah, and then you're on the road for three, which means you must take two that, at their home. And now you lost home field advantage. Exactly. Because Absolutely. now it's 3-2. Yeah. Not good. Right. So we'll see what they handle in. Yeah, and I mean, it's early. Right now as we talk, was it still tied up? Nope. Uh-oh, what we got going on? Houston now has scored three runs in the bottom of the second. See? And one out. See, that's what you got to do. You got to be aggressive. Let's see what they did. Uh, let's see. Carlos Carrera struck out. Kyle Tucker singled. Uh, Guerrero singled. Jose Siri singled on a ground ball. Tucker scored. Uh, Martin Machado singles. Scored two on an error. And now Tuve's up at bat All with right. only one out with a man on second. So, so he they got to Fred. Hit, yeah, he cannot hit into a double play here. So Fred, let's see, he is at 31 pitches with one and one-third. Of course, I've given up four runs. Yes, but the question is, it might not be you know how, how many pitches he has. It might be, do they need to take him out because of the damage control? Yeah. So if Altuve here hits a bomb or hits a double or anything like that, now it's time to get the, the, five, the, one, the bullpen more warmed through up. Through second two innings. Yeah, like, save him for a later game. Now that you don't have Morton, you might need to save him for like a game six or something. So you might want to take him out, let him regain his stuff, and get the bullpen out there. Uh, it just depends. It all depends on what happens here with Altuve. Like I said, if mm-hmm. Altuve gets on and he does something special, it's time, to, it's time to start thinking about taking him out. Yeah. Mm. All right, well, uh, 
Let's get into some other news around baseball. You know, it's not just the World Series going on, but there is slowly news coming out. And a lot of it's kind of leaking about the new CBA. You know, some stuff is getting touched with or what MLB is thinking. The first one is a new streaming service could be on the way. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting because it's not just MLB. MLB is teaming up with the NHL and NBA to start a streaming service so that, like here in Norfolk, we don't have to have a blackout while we're trying to watch our Mets play the Which Nationals. Which is great because I can't stand listening to them. So like, and I heard like horror stories like in Vegas and stuff. You can't watch a lot of your teams in California. I couldn't imagine the blackouts because you're yeah. in like Dodger area, this area. Like God. So, but this could be something groundbreaking because this is what a lot of fans said of the years: the blackouts and stuff that needs to stop. Like, and you think about it, if you want to go out to the young, the young crowd. A lot of us are cord cutting. I know you just now cord cut. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm got apps. That's it. Yeah, and you know, that, a lot of people don't. We don't need all those channels and stuff. And exactly. And this is getting forward. So, like, I was wondering when's going to happen. Look like they're in their future. Hopefully, the next year or two. Yeah, it says that they're discussing the service for 2023, which would allow fans uh, who have cut the cord to watch their team's home games in the market in the market without a cable yeah. provider, which is great because, like you said. Some of us don't have cable, or, or you know, we don't want to listen to the other team's announcers. Like, like for example, we're Mets fans, and here Nationals get the, all the hype. So when the Nationals play the Mets, we have to listen to Nationals announcers, and they got to be the worst announcers in baseball. Or you get to put on TV, like sometimes I do, and turn on the Mets radio, and it's sometimes a little delay, but exactly. it's better than listening to the Nationals commentary sometimes. And it's unfortunate, like when there's a big moment here recently, they used to let you on the app see this big moment. But this year they blocked me because I think John Memes no hitter. I try to watch it. Mm-hmm. They blocked it. Oh, you're in a blackout. It's I'm like, dude, it's a big moment. You have never done this before. But I guess this year was different. So yeah, I mean, like you said, they're, they're reported that the MLB is talking with NBA and NHL, um, and it would be a subscription around ten to twenty dollars per month, um, which you know it, it could be a little high. But if you're getting all the games for Major League Baseball, NHL, and NBA, it might be worth that it. That is worth it because you think about it, you know. If, Baseball, it's I think it was one hundred twenty dollars this year for the package, right? And then NHL was probably a couple hundred dollars, a little bit less. I know, you, I know yeah. Your well, wife does well, it. well, we don't now because we, we got ESPN Plus, and ESPN Plus has got, an NHL package. They got the, the which NHL is a contract lot better. It's real year. cheap. It's like yeah, so so. But and then NBA, I believe they're all about the same price. The only one who's ridiculous is the NFL, which we can go into that. <laughs> shit show of, a, of so cost. so if you take all those to account into account and if they you talk charge three hundred twenty dollars a month it's not terrible it'll be saving you money because if you buy all three roughly right now you're paying about three hundred dollars a year for all three roughly or probably a little bit more what's nba i think they're about 120 110 as well so we're, we're talking about uh, 300 about 350. Yeah, 350 okay so if you're doing twenty dollars a month you're talking about 240 dollars it's yeah. going to save you some money and if it's cheaper than that if it's the ten dollar range then it's, it's a no-brainer yeah <laughs> Because it'd be just like you buying one, getting two free. Yeah. I'm almost certain it'll be anywhere from 15 to 20. I don't see it being any cheaper. I don't see it being 10, especially if you get all three. Right. If now, got- if it's 10 per league, then it'd be $30 total for all three. Then you're thinking that's $360, which is about what you pay now. Yeah. And I mean, if you got a sports guy, it makes sense. Um, if you got somebody who just likes NBA, because you know a lot of people who are watching NBA or watching the NHL or MLB, they don't cross over. Yeah. But some people who are all about sports, yeah, they're going to watch all three, and it's great. And what could be, it could be like if you want one, it's it this might be month, a cheaper rate. There you go. Yeah. Or two, or if you want to do all three, it's this rate. Right. As long as it's still still a deal, then yeah. yeah, it makes sense. It makes sense. I'm excited. I hope it happens. So we'll keep an eye on that. All right. 
the next one is very exciting. We have talked about this all season. That oh, something needs yeah. to change. Absolutely, man. And news finally came out. It was like a like happiness for us baseball fans, especially us in minor league towns. Definitely a feel-good situation, man. Uh, so the NBA, MLB owners uh, or the teams come by, and they said that they're going to start providing housing for minor league players. And this is huge. This is about time. Right. This has been <laughs> a behind for years now. Right, like especially well, the years, it, but it's been getting worse. Worse because I mean, now this year we've we've heard you know reports of people living in their cars because they can't afford housing, and the, and the amount of money that some of these minor league players are getting, you can't afford housing. It's just like unreal. Yeah. So uh, it's about time now they can live comfortably with, you know, they can take that stress off their shoulders so they can focus on the game, which yeah. is what they should be doing. Yeah, and of course there's not much details right now. They you know they will. They don't know if they're going to give them like a per diem per month or they're going to just buy the get the houses through themselves. Honestly, I think it'd be better for them to get the housing because you think about it. If you got guys going up and down, so you're th- so on top of stress of them getting called up or sent down, they have to find a place to live now because you get per diem. Right. Say like, oh, this is your room. Here's the keys. Especially if you're locked into a long-term contract. Yeah. You can't just leave and be like, oh, you're still on the lease. Um, so, yes, agreed. They need to get their own housing, yeah. um, just like any other team would. Like, like you would report right. to the stadium when you first get called yeah. up. Here's your keys. This is the location of your house. Right. Da, da, da. This is your roommates yeah. because you're going to be in a house with other people. You're yeah. not getting a one-bedroom by yourself. No. I mean, unless you're the top shit guy, I don't know. Unless but- you've got some place downtown where the team already owns like a apartment tower where you rent out a floor to your team. You know what? Maybe you give them the option. You say, hey, do you need us to provide housing? And if you do, okay. We provide But if this. you're one of those guys who has a $15 million signing bonus, do you need housing? If you don't, you don't have to. Don't and force And then also, them. like some players where they might be bringing their sniffing other. Exactly. They might want to find their own place. Right. Okay, we'll give you per diem. But, this is what you're allowed to spend. You well, come up with a difference, I guess. I don't know if they're giving per diem because, like I said, this is something fairly new and they want to be as cheap as they can. So they might say, look, you either get, get the housing that we're going to provide because it's better than your car. Or you're on your own. I mean, yeah. maybe they give them a little stipend, like you said. I yeah. don't know. We'll, they'll um, have to figure out. We'll see the details. But at least... At least on the right track. They're in, in the right track. Houston has scored one more time. Is now 5-1. It's time to start and thinking another, about taking and him another out. single. It wasn't a Tuve. He lined out. Okay. Michael uh, Brentley. Oh, yeah. Hit a single. He's always been a solid guy, man. He's like a what, five-time All-Star, I think. So um, he, it's Michael now Brentley's 5-1. Uh, Bregman just ground out. So now they're through se- second. It is 5-1 Houston. They're, they're done with the second inning? Yep. Just they're, finished. They're going to let him go back out there. But if he struggles, any sign of struggling. Someone's going to be warming they, up. Yeah, they might even start thinking about warm, warming up now. They're probably talking to him, hey, man, can you still go? Because like, uh, you feel? if you What's give up arm, one more like, run. We got to take you out. We can't. We can't go That's up here. That's a big six hole for Atlanta because Atlanta's been scrappy. Where four or five runs is about what they scored. You're now down four runs. Right. But as we've seen, they can make it happen. They, it, look, anything happens in the World Series. I'm not counting anybody out. And it's early, man. We're yeah, talking about we game got, two. Was, yeah. Well, game two, and it's only the second inning. Yeah. So all right, uh, let's all keep right. on trucking on. Some good news, guy that we love growing up. You know, this is awesome. You know, a lot of these you know players said they always want to be owners and stuff. Well. Add someone else to a name, a 90s icon, hat backwards wearing. Ken Griffey Jr. has Kid. joined the Seattle Mariners ownership group. Awesome. That's awesome. That is. One of my favorite players. Definitely the best swing I've ever seen. And especially with a team that has a very bright future. Yeah. As we saw this year. Exactly. And Ichiro's over there as, as a part-time hitting coach like or something. Like something like some yeah. scout, something like devolved with the team. I like it. You know, Ken Griffey has a statue out fr- out front of what he did. Now he's a part owner. That's like, awesome, man. This is something where it gets you more excited. Like players like, look, this could be you. Like, <laughs> you know, it's awesome. You know, someone iconic as, you know, Ken Griffey 
is now involved in the game. He has been the last couple of years, but now he is an owner of a, one of the hottest teams that's going to be here recently. We can't wait to see what they do next year, but you know, Seattle Mariners, you know, the time is hot now. For it them. is. It really is, man. It, it seems like all the momentum's going in their way, um, and they are bringing back guys who are contributors, and and even the young kids who are going to be going through the system. They could see Ichiro and Griffey. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I think they're definitely on the right track, man. Yeah. This is a very exciting team, especially you know, was it last year with that whole controversy of the president saying that oh we didn't bring people up because they want to sign long term deals and being kind of racist comments and stuff about their former players. So. This is now showing the right way where Seattle's going, and man, it, they can only go up from here. Yeah, man, because that price probably could increase after next year if they can make a deep run. Oh yeah. Oh, well, like I said, man, um, you know, Griffey had the best swing I've ever seen, but oh, the, still. the second best swing from a lefty from right now has got to be Shohei Otani. That swing is just just as good, man. Yeah. I mean, the only thing he's missing is like the stare down on it. <laughs> the yeah, watching it and but stuff. But he, yeah. he, I just like the way he stands tall and just like crushes it. All right, man. Well, that's awesome news for Ken Griffey. Um, well, let's talk about some less awesome news. So, um, <laughs> but I first sit in this talking points out. Look, like we had a front runner now for finally for present operation as a Mets fan. Like, okay, finally we have someone. Well, it came out today that they were denied to interview. So it's like this is now like the fourth or fifth guy that we have inquired. Yeah got denied or turned down the offer like right what is going on yeah like, i don't see why it's so hard for the mess to find a president a lot of baseball of, operations some people are thinking that this is more of a black ball by the league by other owners not letting steve because they're afraid that if steve gets the right guy that they can win a world series quick and be a dominant team well look man i'm gonna tell you what there are plenty of options he's gonna find a guy so i'm not even worried about that it's just unfortunate like okay and then it's like, okay, we have this guy. Like, nope, got denied. It's like, come on. Okay, well, this one. Oh, okay, this name's getting flowed out there. Cool. Let's see it. Nope, he pulled his name now. I'm like, come on. Well, you know, and it's So fine. now it's like, do we do a 180 and go back to Theo Esping and like, look, you want 5%, let's offer you 3% of ownership. Uh, that's not happening. You might as well go ahead and cut that right now. So um, I don't think they're that desperate. I'm I, Look, if you look at the team and look at how they've been projecting and going and look at the players on the team, who does somebody's going to want this opportunity and they're going to be hungry for so it. So I, I think they're almost going to give up on president of baseball operations here soon, mm -hmm. in about a week or two. Because you think about it, you know, within like the next week is the GM meetings. Yeah. So you're going to want a GM for those meetings. So within the next, I think, couple of days, if they don't can't find someone they really, really love for baseball, they'll probably, you know, switch their attention just to hire a GM for now. Could they be. can hire baseball operations after they get the GM. Yeah, but I think the real big scenario is getting a GM right now because we are, you know, we're game two in the World Series. GM meeting, you know, the hard work of being a GM starts after the World Series is over. Agreed. So I think it might be time to go and start focusing on that job instead of trying to get someone to president, then become a GM. It's unfortunate, but um, I just, <laughs> I just hope we get someone because this is just getting ridiculous. Hearing names getting denied and names pulled like thank you but no i'm like what is going on this is a owner that's willing to spend exactly. big club exactly. i'm like okay something's going on and that's why people are thinking it's something with the league like the other owners not liking steve that much but even though you just vote him to become an owner it makes no sense but we'll see we'll see what's going on so but we do have our first you know manager uh hire and what's funny, this is actually the last manager who got fired. 
you know, the Cardinals filled the position and they brought in a very familiar face, their bench coach from last year. Yeah, um, they they brought in uh, Marmol, um, Oliver Marmol. Yeah, um, he's a young guy. He's thirty five. Very, very young. He's going to be the youngest um, Man. active manager in the in the game uh, on opening day. Cause I, I thought th- the craziest stat was he was drafted in the same draft as Anthony, Anthony Rizzo. Yeah, so like I said, he's thirty five <laughs> years old. Um, I mean, if you look at the their lineup, they got Yadier Molina, who's thirty nine, and Adam Wainwright, who's forty. This guy's thirty five, and he was drafted by St. Louis in two thousand seven. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Pretty pretty good turnaround. Um, I mean, obviously he's probably better as as a coach. Um, he's yeah. been with them for like the last two years, I believe, as, as the bench, bench coach. coach. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So um, it, it you know this was a front runner when the first when the shocking of letting their manager go it's like okay well this is probably a front runner and then sure enough they went with him um after even talked to a few guys but this they believe is their guy that he understands what direction they want to go in the future so it's if you're excited about it i don't know if cardinals fans you, you believe in him you, it could be like a brave situation you know this guy who's in the organization forever you believe in him so you give him the job and he does well yeah they have a you know they made the playoffs this year unfortunately they came up short against the dodgers mm-hmm so you think about you have the team for next year. They had a great run too. You might need to add a piece or two. We'll see what they're. They definitely need to add a piece. The reason that they were, you know, in the position they were in is because of that long win streak. Yeah, I mean that was that huge. Seventeen game win right. streak. Right. Yeah. They definitely have room for improvement. And they're going to need it. I don't even think they might not even contend next year. They got to get some pieces if they want to. Yeah. Um, like I said, if not, they might fall behind a little bit. They might lag. This year was was kind of a fluke, if you ask me. Um, I do think that they're they're in the right direction. They just need to add a couple more pieces to be solidified. Um, yeah. But yeah, we'll, we'll see what they can do. I mean, you got a new manager, got some new blood in there. Uh, we'll they have faith in him. He like you said, he was the favorite, yep. so they like the guy. So that's a good start. Um, but then again, um, you might be losing his Yadier retiring this year. No, um, one more year after one the more, season. After the okay. Well, I'm just saying one he, more year because once you lose him, I mean, he is like the he's running the game. He's been the guy running the calling the game forever. So and he's one of the best to do yeah. it. So you lose him, now you're in a real situation because you got to find a catcher who's that good. I hope that's part of their plan. They got to. You got to get part was that's like we'll they better see what draft. One, they better draft one now or get one in the. Yeah, I don't know what they need to do, man. It's gonna be interesting because you know they had Carson Kelly. They ended up trading to Arizona because Yadi. Wasn't slowing down anytime soon. Like, well, we got this top prospect. Let's do something with him. But so we'll see what they do. You know, there's got to be a plan. That's why I let their manager go because they didn't agree on certain stuff. But they got their guy. We'll see if he goes the flow, see what happens this offseason. Congratulations for the job. So this one kind of kind of started to get leaked today. The A's might be staying in Oakland. Okay. I think that's possibly why Billy Bean turned down the Mets job. Because he said he's open for life, and what we were hearing was going to Vegas. And, you know, he was possibly interested in the Mets job. And then his excuse, he pulled that family out because of his family. Okay. I'm like, but you're talking about Oakland, then you'd have to move anyways. Now it's coming out like, oh, there's a $12 billion deal for them to build this new stadium. Well, it's about time. So I'm like, oh, did y'all learn your lesson? They had to. Think about it. When you start seeing all your teams go to Vegas, what are you supposed to do? If you want to keep them, you got to build a stadium. What was is, is Oakland? Which one of those stadiums is the ones that share the same as like a baseball field? Is that Oakland? Yeah, and the that, football, the football and baseball. Yeah, it was the football. Yeah, the that's, this is why you're losing teams. These guys are pros. They make so much money off these teams. You got to have your own I think, stadium. I think if I remember correctly, the stadium was built in the '60s. Exactly, outdated. Pipes I mean, busted. Well, well, you could say the same thing about Washington Stadium, um, but 
I'm just saying, unless you're like you know playing at Fenway or 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 your your uh, iconic or Cubs Stadium, yeah. you know, it's just like Wrigley Field. You know, if you're not playing there, it's time to get a new one. And A's, it's it's time. It is time. You know, your team's been relevant. It's now or never. And like the, now, it makes more sense. Like why Billy turned the job. Like you know, I'm like, well, like I said, they're leaving. But if this deal is for real, it comes to fruition. They don't leave. What and my thing is, was Oakland that well the A's doing the multiple visits, getting deals together to force the Oakland's hand because maybe they didn't want to leave, right? And, 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 and pushed now, it and now that they're not leaving, you know, like you said, Billy Bean has such a good uh, repertoire with the ownership there, and he probably likes that area. He's technically part it, owner, why, very small. Yeah, why would you leave somewhere that you're? He's absolutely, obviously fine with their situation, and go somewhere else that you don't even know how it's going to work out. You might hate it. Yeah. So I, th- I think that you're right. This could play a big deal in his decision making. I think. Um, I think. The ownership, like, look, we got a deal possibly. Right. Like, oh, and so maybe in, I don't want to leave. And he's in a good situation, too, because how many other guys can say they've been in his position that long? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like, yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I think that makes we'll sense. We'll see if that what happens. So um, I guess other little, I just popped my head. I remember Padres have now started interviewing managers. They have okay. interviewed our former manager, Luis Ruiz. They're also the Cardinals' former manager. And then... You know, they want to talk to Ron Washington, but unfortunately, he's coaching the World Series. But another name which shocked me, I haven't heard this name in years, the former White Sox manager who won the World Series with them, Ozzy, um, why am I drawing the name blank? Ozzy, uh, the Cuban manager. Guillen? Yeah. He is being rumored that has been interviewed the job that possibly could become the front runner. Huh. I'm like, this dude hasn't managed in years. Yeah, but I liked Ozzy, man. He, he had a pr- terrible year in Miami that one year, and then they fired him. I remember that when that was a terrible. They thought they had something going, and then he his one year, and they were just dog. <laughs> but I'm like, wow, where? I was like, where has this guy been? Like, it's just random. Like, he's popped up, like possibly front row. I'm like, I haven't even heard his name in a while. And you're right, man, because you know he he w- was in the league in '85 as a player. He played till 2000, and then immediately after that, he was a coach in Florida uh, or an Expos in Florida, then Florida White Sox, and back to Miami. So he's been in the league from '85 to 2012. And you're right, all of a sudden he just disappears. That one terrible year, they fired him, and then he's just been kind of quiet ever since you really like i think he's been on like um, he's been broadcasting i well i think uh he might have been in broadcasting for sure um but i do think that uh he um he was a coach in a venezuelan professional baseball league from 16 to 17 um but the reason they fired him in in the marlins is because i guess he made some pretty uh harsh remarks about fidel castro I think I remember that now. Um, but then again, you know, given the background and stuff, yeah, I'm sure he was like, yeah. I, 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 I remember know. the ex of the Cuban community or something said something like he was for, like, you know, so I remember something-ish with that now. The for, and then they're like, they think they have to let him go. But, but like you said, I mean, he got it done for Chicago in 05. They got the World Series win. So I'm wondering with that, you know, experience and stuff, that they're looking at him as the Padres because on paper, this team is one of the best teams on paper. You know, they got some pitching coming back next year from injury. So, you know, being a Latin guy, you probably, you know, has great communication skills with some of those Latin players that Padres have. Yeah. So it's going to be an interesting name. We'll see if they go that direction. It'd be kind of shocking, you know, come out left field, hear his name again, and then next know he's the manager of the Padres. It'd be interesting. We'll see. All right, man. I got to tell you what Guillen said. Okay. This is a uh, this is Guillen from um, April tenth, twenty twelve. Yeah, he said, 
I love Fidel Castro. Yeah, I remember something that I, he, yeah. I respect Fidel Castro. You know why? A lot of people have wanted to kill Fidel Castro for the last 53 years, but that mofo is still here. Yeah, yes. that, that'll, that'll do yes, it, man. Yes, I remember that because the Cuban community around <laughs> Miami was pissed. That'll I, was, I remember it. something for Castro. I was like, because it's nothing like he was against him because everyone would agree with him. That's right. I do remember that now. Well, I think it's been almost 10 years since that's happened. He said this, uh, according to Wikipedia, this says that um, after that uh, happened, uh, the Marlins attendance flatlined after those remarks and never recovered. <laughs> Although the Marlins reached, actually reached over two million fans in attendance that season, the third and so far the last time that's happened for the Marlins. <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> man, you guys you killed her for a decade. Now. Yes, Woo, man, I remember that now. Like, Maybe that's why they had to change the name to Miami instead of Florida, or uh, you know, <laughs> instead of Florida Marlins, Miami yeah. Marlins. That's crazy. <laughs> um, but you know what? Uh, if his name is getting floated around and he he is up there, I know for a fact he's a good manager. So yeah, you know, there's that. And, and then you think about floating names out there. Um, the one name for also still getting kind of rough around there for Mets president is um the former Giants GM that took some time off that built that, you know, that three World Series run. Yeah. yeah. He took some time off. Apparently he's ready to get back into it. Great. And then, you know, there's a manager that he used to manage with for him that took some time off. Bruce Boshi that if his GM's there, it could be a chance that he comes Mets coach for a couple years. I'm okay with that. So we'll, we'll take the rest of the uh even years this this um right this decade. So was that two, four, six, eight? <laughs> Right. We'll take them all. Uh, so uh, there's names out there. We'll see. But then, so the last thing I talk about, it's, you know, so we roughly got a week left of the baseball season. And then you roughly got almost a month until the CBA is done. I think it expires on the 1st. December 2nd. December 2nd. Okay. So all, everyone's almost getting prepared. The work stoppage is happening. Because no, no one, either sides have offered a deal completely. There's been talks going on since last spring. You know, the, it's we're down to a month and you're almost thinking work stoppage is going to happen how that's going to affect if the deal doesn't get done for this you know the season come january and february mm-hmm. players reporting it's getting scary yeah you i know, mean they're saying first the, time in some tw- 25 years yeah they're saying the work stoppage is almost certain yeah um but how long will it last you yeah know? that's like if hopefully if it does happen they get you know because then that makes the off season very interesting. Like, how do teams spend if they don't know what the rules are? Because you know, the rumors out there, there's going to be a floor, a minimum of a hundred million dollar salary for your team. Yep. And where the luxury tax is getting shrunk to 180 million, so it's like how you know. But you know, players union what because you know the average salary for players have gone down the last couple of years. It should be growing if the revenue and the teams are growing to be more worthy. Why are the contracts shrinking? I I hear you, man. It's going to be interesting. It's going to get dangerous. I feel like uh, well, I can't speculate because I don't really recall what would happen. This scenario of, of you a know, stoppage. You remember stoppage? Um, it was the struck year ninety four. Yeah, it was well, during the season we were babies. Yeah, and so <laughs> like now it's like this is all happening before the season. Like it's going to be interesting if it's going into you think about what was it? Uh, NFL. When they had the lockout, they missed like the first like think week of the preseason before they finally showed up the camp stuff. So they got a deal done. I hope it doesn't get that close. We'll see. It's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. So let's enjoy this last week of baseball, and hopefully we get baseball back in regular time next year. Uh, yeah, let's hope so, man. So because it's not, it's gonna set it back a couple more years mm. again. 
So I hope you all have a good evening or good day. Hope you all enjoyed watching game two of the World Series. Get ready for game three on Friday. Back in Atlanta. Y'all have a good one. Peace. Hey, thank you for checking out this episode. If you want to hear more, please like, share, and subscribe this podcast with your friends. If you want more, even more content, please go check out our Instagram and our YouTube channel, The Beanball Podcast. We'll catch y'all next time. Peace.